Hello and welcome to the Helping Organisations Thrive podcast. This is your host, Julian Roberts. This podcast is to provide leaders with insights, discussions and robust strategies to help their companies thrive in these challenging times. We will be interviewing business leaders, owners and experts in the field of business resilience. Hi, welcome to Helping Organizations Thrive. Um, today on the show, I have uh, Rosemary Ikbema. Uh, so welcome, Rosemary. Thank you for having me, Julian. I'm really excited to be part of your wonderful podcast. And nice. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. And I, I'm glad you accepted the invitation. Um, I was going to tell our listeners a little bit about you, uh, and then we'll, we'll get into a, a conversation with you. Uh, so you are a founder and creator of MindMat, which you can see on the screen there. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's a, a mindfulness and productivity tool to boost focus, productivity, help create a happy and fulfilled and balanced uh, life. Um, that's from your website. That's how you portray it. And, and I'm really excited by that. I'm excited about mindfulness because uh, I know it builds resilience. Uh, but before we talk about that, I really want to uh, let our listeners know what do you love about what you do what do I love about what I do that's a great question and I think everyone should ask themselves the, this, this question every day just to remind yourself of your why 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 you're doing what you're doing and I guess the reason I love what I do is because I wake up every day and I add value I, I, I'm, I'm giving something back to the world. I'm helping people in some way, some shape, some form, even if it's just one person a day. It's just um, that I'm able to do so, and I'm so grateful um, to be able to do so and do it on my terms, you know, do it and build something that um, I'm super proud of that's going to help hopefully thousands and millions of people. <laughs> Brilliant! Oh, I love that helping people. Helping people is a is a is a thing to do, and and, and it become it's become a thing. But actually, do you know what? All of us have this innate thing about helping people, and you know, and I help people. You, and obviously, this podcast is about helping organisation, ultimately people. And um, we're all having very strange times at the moment, and mm-hmm. and at this time, you know, resilience is becoming even more of a, a not just a topic to talk about, but of a way of how can you build it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the reasons I wanted you on my show is that you've got this whole piece on mindfulness, and I just want to explore a bit more about the mindfulness and why that helps with resilience. What what, what does it do, and from your own experience and, and from what you've already created as well? I think um, the first thing is just establish, establishing what mindfulness is. You know, I think there's a lot of preconception of what mindfulness is, which is this very airy nonsense that people talk about. But it is actually a very practical um, tool that we need to cultivate. It's a practice. It's something you do every day, something that you apply to your life every day as opposed to something you just have or you do once and get the benefit. So mindfulness, just to give you an overview if, for those who are new to mindfulness, is just the practice of being present in the moment. And by you being present in the moment, you're not judging the past and you're not afraid of the future, which we normally characterize as stress and anxiety. You're mm-hmm. anxious about what's going to happen in the future. You know, um, you're upset 
about what happened yesterday, but you're not actually living in this moment. Because in this moment, it's just me and you having a conversation. I don't care if I sent the wrong email yesterday or <laughs> if if I'm going to get that um, pitch that I pitch for tomorrow. It is us having this conversation and how can I bring my full self to this moment. And that's what uh, mindfulness is in terms of how you practice the various forms. And I think it's about exploring which form is best for you. So mm. there's the meditation form, there's the mindfulness walking form. It can just be an activity that brings you to the moment. Some people can just be, it could be hoovering that brings them to the moment and centers and grounds them. Mm. It could be just washing the dishes and you can practice it anytime. It's just breathing, taking a breath, Mm-hmm. and grounding yourself to this moment as opposed to letting your thoughts run away with you. And how does that build resilience? It's just coming back to that stress and anxiety and overwhelm that we feel. And it comes mm-hmm. from the feeling of worrying about tomorrow or stressing about what happened in the past. When you can't change that, the only thing you can change is now. And resilience, as you know it, resilience is the act of if things are challenging, how do you face it and how do you come back stronger, right? Mm-hmm. Um, And if you're dwelling in the past or worried about the future, you're not actually taking the best actions towards overcoming whatever that issue was that you want to deal with or making the most of the present moment to move you forward. So therefore, building, having mindfulness and practicing mindfulness will help you be in the moment, look at the things that are happening objectively Mm. as opposed to projecting a certain um, conditioning that you've had in, in you know, it, that could be subconscious or on, um, unconscious um, in your mind, but actually realizing, okay, this is how things are right now. That's mm-hmm. how I feel they might be, or I thought they are. These are how things are right now. What are my next best moves? And through that, you're building resilience because you're getting yourself back up from perhaps something you did wrong or you're not letting fear dictate how you act in terms mm. of the future. So I think mindfulness is so important, um, be it in personal life, being in business, or just being it as a person as a whole, because it does ground you. And it it allows you to evaluate what's actually on your mind. Mm. Because we have so many thoughts running in our minds every day. We don't actually take time to be still and actually just take that moment to think about what we're feeling, what we're thinking. Is it productive for us right now? Mm. Is it what we really want to focus on right now? Or do we want to steer it away? Do we want to make a change? Are we heading towards our goals? Are we going away from them with what we're doing? And I think uh, mindfulness really helps with, with those elements and build, help mm. get back up when we feel that life's, you know, um, given us a bit of a challenge. Well, that's, that's a really good explanation uh, of, of mindfulness. Uh, probably one of the best I've, I've heard, really, in terms of uh, summing it up. And it's it's interesting because I think often, certainly within businesses and organisations, we get so caught up reviewing the history of life. There's nothing wrong with reviewing things and reflecting. I'm all for reflecting. Mm-hmm. And then planning the future, you know, strategies for the next 90, 18 months ahead. And it's interesting, we're, we're in a time of, Actually, the future is slightly even more unpredictable than ever before. Um, and so actually, we sometimes miss the moment by not being in the moment. And, you know, I remember my wife, because I'm, I'm very much a, 
I'm quite purposeful in what I do and I've learned to be a lot more mindful, a lot more reflective. And um, often I'm there trying to get to the, the A to B and she says, well, no, just enjoy the journey. And yeah, it's yeah. about the journey is the important bit, what you see, what you observe, and it's being in the present, yeah. being in the present now with you, fully present, not regardless of who's watching, listening, mm -hmm. who's behind, as you just explained brilliantly. So, so, so how what what got you into this because you've obviously you've we'll talk about some of the tools that you've developed but mm -hmm. what got you into the whole mindfulness uh, i mean personally i think it's a thing we should all get into but how did you get into to get this sort of expertise and this journey for you well to be honest with you i don't think i i i one day woke up and said okay i'm going to practice mindfulness this is what i'm going to do <laughs> I, I i did a lot of self development all through and i think it slowly leads you to that you know reflection taking time out to check in with yourself you know self care which is a, a big aspect mm -hmm. of mindfulness and slowly just all connected and it all made sense if i'm not taking care of myself be physically my mental emotional health everything around me is going to reflect that you know what's going on inside is what's going to go on um, outside so if things are not going mm. well outside rather than point actually that's that's actually what got me with the whole personal development um i i think i had a quarter i don't think i know i had a quarter life crisis when i was um in my a quarter life, life crisis <laughs> when i was 25 years old no it happens really <laughs> it does happen i had a quarter life crisis where i had broken up with a long-term boyfriend my relationship with my family wasn't going that well I was in a job trying eager to to kind of show that I'm ready to progress but it was just not happening my friendships were kind of in tatters at that time and yeah. something in me I don't know maybe just because I've always been um, a high achiever and always looking for solutions um, something said I said you know inside my head and I thought oh I could point fingers at everyone else but the ultimate um the only one thing that that remains the same is myself so I could point fingers at everyone else but the only thing I can change is myself and that's what started me on this journey of personal development and which ultimately led to mindfulness um but it, it like I said it all adds up it is just about you know the only thing you can change in life is you and everything else, once that changes, everything else changes around you. This is, you know, be it in personal relationships, you know, you can't change your wife. But if you start acting a certain way, more lovingly, more mm -hmm. romantic, more, that will influence how she reacts to you. And it's yeah. the same with the, in the workplace. So if why is mindfulness so important, especially in leadership roles? Because you attract your team and you give off the energy that um, you get the energy that you give off. So so if you're in, if you have an important meeting and you haven't taken time to maybe set the intention that you want to get out of that meeting, which is the mm -hmm. journey, essentially, yeah. um, you haven't had the time to, you know, you're you're stressed out about, I don't know, the figures don't just add up, you know, as opposed to, you know, I need to show up. Um, in, in this meeting, I need to give 100% of myself, I need to be open to listening to what everyone says, and being curious to finding out what we can do to move mm. forward in the, 
best way. And I don't know if you've ever been um, in a meeting where you, you have the manager or the person who's meant to be the leader come in quite stressed and anxious. And that yeah. really changes the tone of the meeting as opposed to someone who is collected, you know, who is aware of, of this is what we want to get out of this meeting and this is what we're going to put in. And everybody is more productive and there's a um, it's more more focused and um, everyone's happy, essentially. Um, the more happy, you know, team members you have, the more productive they're going to be. So, um, yeah, so that's how I guess I started. It was just a journey and it led me to where I am. And I'm super grateful for that. And what was the attraction? I mean, obviously, a lot of people do personal developments and I'm, and I'm sure we all do a lot of mindfulness. Um, mm-hmm. But what was the the attraction that you made you really hone in on it and become an expert and then ultimately develop some tools that help people. I mean, it, it's, you've taken it to another level, haven't you, mm. in terms of your understanding and the work you do. Um, so what else was it about it that made you think, actually, I want to go a bit further with this? Great question. Apart from the results, because <laughs> you get really great results. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you get really great results, you know. And I think it's the sense of um, resilience, first of all. Resilience is key because that meant that I could keep going. It gave me some control on my life as opposed to letting life lead me. I was yeah. able to choose how I wanted my life to look like. And I think that's the gift I want to share with others. Mm. I want to share the gift that, yes, life is unpredictable. I think we've all experienced that this year. Mm. It's very unpredictable. But it is down to you to choose how you respond to that. And that's where mindfulness comes in. You can react to it which means something happens and you just, oh, my God, I need, you know, just react. And that right. might not be the best decision for you. Or you can respond to it in terms of this has happened. Okay, where am I now? How is it affecting me? Mm-hmm. Where do I want to go with this? Is this yeah. the right choice for me? And then make your um, decision. So that's why, for me, I really took it the next step further because I could see the benefits. Yeah. And it also gave me that inner confidence and resilience that I needed to create a life where I can wake up every morning looking forward to what I'm doing. Fantastic. That's brilliant. And you are clearly passionate about it. So um, it's, it's wonderful. I love it. I love it. I love it when I meet people and they have this burning purpose, passion that's just bubbling out. They can't, ex- they can't stop themselves talking about it, which is fantastic. <laughs> I love it. No, no, I love it. It's great. Thank you. Um, Going back to interesting, the leaders bit is is important and about that, how you go into a meeting. And it's, it's a very obvious, I mean, obviously now we're in meetings of Zooms now more than in person, but the, yeah. the same principles apply. What help could you offer to that leader who perhaps is rushing around, going in and being a bit potentially appearing stressed, might not be stressed, but not not in the moment. What things could they be doing differently that will really help them get more in the moment. And it's interesting because when you talk with somebody, and I do a lot of coaching, obviously, one-on-one, and one of the things I have to do is obviously get in the moment with that client, and that's the important thing, so that I'm fully present. I'm not thinking about anything else because that's that's very important, and they they, they feel that as well, hopefully. Um, So how do you – what things would you offer to leaders right now to get them into that place before a meeting, say? 
Well, there's, there's a host of things we can do, but I'd like to offer some practical and easy things that hopefully people can apply straight away. And then once they, they see the results and see the benefits, they can then hopefully look into other um, other elements of mindfulness that they can implement in mm. their lives. But um, I think we have this notion of, oh, my God, we have so much to do and not enough time, but time is all we have. So it's so important taking even if it's just a few minutes to breathe, because when we're in that state of busyness, anxious, overwhelmed, stressed, and sometimes we might not know we're stressed. Mm. Um, we, we just think we're getting on with, with the work, but we internally we're stressed. It's taking a few moments and just breathing. And, and I'm talking about really deep breaths. Right. And it could be uh, from a, ca- a, count to, um, a count of four in and a count of six out. and then Okay, that's, that's quite out. a time, isn't it, in, in yeah. terms of breathing? You, know, you breathe in for four seconds and you breathe out for six seconds. And then you, you, you can extend that maybe. You breathe out for six seconds, you breathe in for six seconds, you breathe out for eight seconds. That simple act alone brings you into this moment because now you're not focused you're not thinking about all the all the things you have on your list and all the meetings that you need to tick off and all the zoom calls you need to to make you're putting yourself into that moment that just gives your mind um a break to calibrate before you move on to the next thing so that's one simple thing and i know people like i don't have the time Time is all you do have, actually. It's up to you to decide what you use your time to do. I like that. Time is all you have. It is. You're so true. That is so true. Well, so that would be one element in terms of something practical practical that you can um, implement. And I would say try doing that a few times First thing that you, the first thing in the morning, you know, and a few times during, or more, maybe five, six times during the day. Maybe mm. make it a um, a conscious effort that before you go into a meeting, you're going to spend a few moments just doing some breath work and being in the moment. And the other thing that I think is so important, and this is something that I have in my journal, and I think a lot of people enjoy, um, is setting an intention because we are rushed out our feet. We have all these goals that we need to achieve, all these figures, you know, we need to, you know, hit the the target for this year, especially, you know, now that everything's just up in the air. But like your wife said, it's about the journey. It's about the journey. And if you're a leader, you need to be able to influence people. And if you can't Mm -hmm. influence people, you're not going to get the best out of your team. Mm-hmm. So what kind of journey do you want to take your team on? And that is why intention is so important. Mm-hmm. So setting an intention, it could be your day's intention. It could be the meeting's intention. You know, the, you know, what is the intention of this meeting? And it also helps you focus on what you actually want to get out of the day, mm-hmm. what you want to get out of your team, or what you want to get out of that meeting. So it could be my intention today is to listen, to be open, and to mm-hmm. listen. And if you remind yourself during the day, before you go into the meeting, you're taking your breath and you go, okay, my intention when it comes to this meeting is to Mm. listen. So you're there, you show up fully, you're grounded in the moment, you show Mm. up fully, your team feels that you're listening. They can feel that, they can sense that you're, as a leader, you're listening to them. You're Mm. there in the moment. You know, you're taking in what they're saying. You perceive them as important. What are what results will you get? They are more likely to 
um, to contribute more. They're more motivated to do better, you know, yeah. get better results out of them. And that's what we all want from a, from a leader because you, as a leader, you need to have um, a certain amount of influence with the team that you're mm-hmm. working with. And I think those two things, I mean, there's a host of other things, you know, go for a walk, you know, take a five minutes walk and just be in the moment, you yeah. know, um, there's just so many things, but I just want to leave people with those two things that they can apply um, mm-hmm. straight away and, 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 and feel the benefits. They're really good ones. I like, I like the breathing one is, is a really simple one. I, I do that often and it, it's less than a minute of your time, even that less than that. And it does, you know, just puts the brakes on and just gets you in that, I say in the moment, um, that intention one I, I quite like, I mean, we, we all get obsessed by goals, objectives, all this sort of, it feels it's word intention it's a bit it's, it's a bit it's not as specific as as like a goal is it it's like it's like my intention on this conversation right now is to have a conversation with you that is my intention yeah um and i hope that comes across when people are listening to this or even watching it right now mm-hmm. it, it's not i want to do this do this and this and, and obviously ultimately bring some value but mm-hmm. it's a conversation between two people and through it, people listening or ear wigging they they get something out of it, so I I really like that intention. I think that's a really good one to have. Certainly, yeah. as a meeting, rather than saying we need to get through all this meeting and have all these results, actually, my intention here is to, um, yeah, get people on side with this, or I want to listen more, yeah. or what it may be. Curious, I yeah. think that's great. I want to be curious. You know, I I want to be open in this meeting so I can make the best decision as a leader. You know, um, and, um, you know, and also when 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 you set that intention, mm. it like you said, it, it, you know, it, it should align with the ultimate goal. It's just the vehicle yeah. you're using to get there. Mm. You know, you want the ride to be fun and a, an adventure, creative, purposeful, or do mm. you want to get to this to this goal and feel underwhelmed as we a lot of people do most yes. of the time? Yeah, and it's it's going back to that where I I I have to almost I don't always uh, mm-hmm. I, I'd say to myself when I'm in a situation of just getting from A to B, and and it could be as simple as it could be a a, a mundane task as shopping, uh, mm-hmm. for example, with my wife, which I don't particularly enjoy. Um, if I, in fact, set my head to go, I'm just going to enjoy the journey. I actually. Do enjoy the journey i might meet people I've, I've in the yeah. street that i've not met for a while or see something i've never seen before and actually i have the intention which mm-hmm. is right i've never i never heard it said that way of enjoying the journey yes i will enjoy the journey i'll get to the i'll get to the end goal we will <laughs> but i'll have a lot far more more better experience along the way exactly. and so will my wife because i won't be so grumpy um, exactly. we build momentum in that in that sense you know yeah, that's, um, that's really good yeah. i like that i mean i looked at your your journal how, how what else is within this journal you got i mean it sounds really quite powerful stuff you've got here it is. It is. These are powerful techniques that a lot of really successful leaders, be it um, in the corporate world, be it athletes, use. And again, I come. I I, I say the tech. Some of the techniques people who are not familiar with might think, "Oh my God, it's a little bit, you know, up in the air, a little bit flimsy, whatever." But these are actually fact, science-based, 
proven techniques. Um, and the way I wanted to present this in the journal is I wanted to present it in a fun and a creative way. So mm-hmm. not in a, you need to know everything about each technique that you're using, but rather you're using those techniques without no, perhaps not knowing much about it, but you're seeing the results and it becomes right. a habit. It becomes a habit then you cultivate. So a few of them that I've implemented is the color therapy, you know, and I'll, I'll give you um the science behind that. We have the left hemisphere and the right hemisphere of our brain. As mm. we know, the left hemisphere is the logical side. It's the side that wants to keep you safe, which is absolutely perfect. Mm. It, you know, it'll, it'll say to you, "Don't, Julian, don't start that new business. You know, you've got a family to, to take care of. You know, yeah. um, or don't don't ride your bike on the road because you might get not, you know not." So it's it's this. The, the one that the side of the brain that gives you the logic and gives you, you know, keeps you safe. And the right side is the creative side, which is, oh, actually, if you start that business, this is what you could actually do. You might be helping people. You might have more time with your family. This could be mm-hmm. fun try this you know it allows you to explore and it's um it's a curious side and colors ignite the right side of the brain so that's why i've implemented the coloring or the doodling element because you're actually activating your right side of the brain so you're making better decisions when it comes to actually setting goals and your plan of action so you're not just using your logical side that might limit you to keep you safe but you're also Mm -hmm. using creative side that comes up with all the amazing possibilities and solutions that you might not have thought about and um, also the you know the visualization it's so key and I think this is what I would also like leaders perhaps to try visualizing an outcome that you desire you know seeing it in your mind in your mental um in your in your in your mental mind and um going through it in detail you know, you can spend a few minutes, you know, how do I want to, what is the outcome of this meeting? How do I see it? Are people laughing? Are people engaged? Yeah. Are people coming up with solutions? Do we all leave this meeting with uh, a clear focus? You know, we know what we're all doing. That is um, also the element in terms of the the, the the journal. Hence, it's creative. It's a- allowing you to get creative. It's mm. allowing you to explore your visualization and um, actually imagining. But with all that, it's it's about, you know, setting goals that align with yourself because mm-hmm. you can do all that. But if you don't know what your goal is, if you don't have a specific goal that makes you feel fulfilled at the end of the day, it's not, you know, it's not worth it. So it's about getting back to yourself. And that's where I use the mindfulness. Let's stop a moment. Let's mm-hmm. really reflect. You know, I... I I, I've met a lot of people and that this is a situation I've been in where I worked for 10 years in, 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 in a particular field and I thought I was happy and I thought I loved it. And then when I took a moment out, I just felt like mm, something is still missing. You know, I don't feel that this is what I need to be doing. Something is missing. But if I had perhaps checked in with myself on a regular basis, mm-hmm. I might not have spent 10 years. I mean, I think everything happens for a reason. Maybe if I didn't, I wouldn't be here. But if I had, from now on, if I check in with myself on a regular basis, what brings me joy? What fulfills me? What do I love about this company that I'm working with? Mm-hmm. You know, um, what what do I want to give back? What what how do I where do I see myself in the next three months, six months? Mm-hmm. Once you start asking yourself those questions, then you can start setting goals that really align with who you are and who you want to become. 
And that's what the my, my, the my Journal is about. Once you set those goals and then it gives you the tools, how do you start planning that? Mm. How do you become productive at actually achieving those goals without being, you know, without burnout and being overwhelmed? So, you know, the 80-20 Pareto um, principle, how to actually, you know, pick the right things to mm. do as opposed to do everything on your list and yeah. not have time for yourself. You know, and then also looking at the overall picture. If I'm working myself to death, What's happening with my relationships? Am I looking after my finances? Am I looking after my health? Am I doing the things that bring me joy? Am I growing as a person? So it's kind of a holistic view of your life and where you want to go. So this journal is almost, almost creating a, a very helpful structured touch points and yeah. challenge questions, helping you almost like having somebody talk to you as you go through it. I guess that's that's the idea of it, which is exactly. great. And it's empowering you to do it. You know, it's telling yes, you yeah. you're the tools, but you need to put in the work because no one else yeah. can do it for you. Yeah. And do you, you take that and obviously take your expertise in the context of organizations as well beyond the, the sort of journal? That that is what I'm doing now. And yes, I've I've had a, a few um, companies reach out, and a few companies actually order the journals for their employees, which I think it's great because now yeah. you're showing your employees that listen, I I care about you, I care about your well being, I care about your mental health, mm. and I want you to to be well because I know if you're well, you will do well, not mm. just but also for the company you'll achieve more so yes i'm working closer with with companies now and i'm really excited about that i think we can make some really healthy and positive changes brilliant i mean i i think you've taken mindfulness which i think we said just before we started it can be a feel a bit airy fairy um, <laughs> people sort of humming and and having sort of yoga and everything else you and can so do that too. that's your thing you do, i know you can do that as well but I, th I think it's you say mindfulness and you think oh what's that about it's actually you made it really robust you've got some really scientific stuff that backs it all up mm -hmm. uh, and it really does build resilience and you've got a very helpful tool that can do it empower people right now to do it and obviously organizations as well yeah. um I, I so appreciate you coming on uh rosemary and uh I, fascinating conversation and i'm i'm really intrigued more because I, I love it I, I love talking about resilience and i know mindfulness is is one aspect a big aspect of building it um so how can people get get hold of you get hold of this journal what's the best way of doing that well um you can get hold of me by simply emailing me at hello at mindmap.co so that's m-y-n-d-m-a-p.co c-o not com it's co and you can check out my website www.admindmap.co i'm also on linkedin so please connect with me like i said i'm now opening up to businesses and companies um we can work together on how we can empower your employees um not just in terms of you know get them to work more but actually really care about them their mental health their well-being because when they see benefits you're going to get benefits as well so do reach out to me if you have any questions um a lot of companies are also gifting the my journal as a christmas gift which i think it's a perfect perfect, perfect. Yeah. you know it's not just here's a diary a blank diary enjoy but this is something that shows that you actually care and um you're you're giving back to them um so yes that's that's how you can we're in social media as well um and i look forward to connecting to a lot of you wonderful viewers 
Brilliant. Thank you very much, Rosemary. Thank you for coming on. And uh, I'm sure people would have that uh, as a gift for Christmas. That's a brilliant idea. Really good idea. I like that idea. Thank you for coming on. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed having this conversation with you.